Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey friends, I hope you are all doing well this week and thank you so much for tuning into the Studio Sisters podcast. Taylor here and I'm really so excited to talk about this week's topic which is the five Etsy SEO mistakes that you can stop making today. And the reason I'm so excited about this topic is because I'm such a huge nerd And I love talking about search engine optimization because it's how you get found online by people who don't already know who you are, how you increase your audience, increase your traffic, and therefore make more sales in your handmade business. What I'm going to talk about today as far as SEO can apply to your own website, to your blog, to your social media, but also to your Etsy shop. We'll be talking specifically about Etsy, but there's lots of overlap here. Learning search engine optimization or SEO is critical to running an online business, but especially online handmade businesses. Etsy SEO is a little bit different than your typical personal website SEO. There's a few small differences, but most of it's the same. The basic idea is that you need to use keyword phrases in your text of your website or your product descriptions that are the same keyword phrases that your dream customer might type into the search bar on Google or Etsy when they want to shop. So I want to just briefly review a couple of basic things you should know about Etsy SEO. First, it's important because if your keywords are good and aligned with your target customer search habits, you will get found by the right customers. It doesn't do you any good at all to come up in irrelevant searches for customers who aren't looking for what you sell. For example, if you sell cool vintage t-shirts, but your keywords say high school graduation gift, You might simply be passed up by shoppers, even if you rank well for that keyword, because the product isn't what they're actually looking for. Same thing in Google. If you search something and you are scrolling through the search results on Google and you don't click something, it's probably because it wasn't actually in line with what you were searching for. So using keywords that are actually relevant is very important. You need to get found by people who are actually looking for what you sell, and you could do that by optimizing your keywords. Second, if you do have good SEO, you will get seen more often and have better sales traffic. The more traffic you have, the more sales you have the opportunity to make. If you only use keywords that aren't popular, 
and maybe they do describe your item, but they're not popular, no one's searching for them, you won't have any traffic. So it's very simple that you need good keywords that are relevant and highly searched to get good traffic to your shop or your website. So let's talk about five common Etsy SEO mistakes that I frequently see sellers making, and I want to help you fix that because it's an easy thing that you can do to improve your shop. It could be helpful for you if you want to go ahead while you're listening to this podcast and open up one of your Etsy listings in your shop manager so you can take a look at the keywords you're currently using and see if you're making any of these mistakes as we go through the episode, but you can always do that later. And one more side note, I have spent more than a year learning and perfecting everything I know about Etsy SEO and how to fully optimize your shop. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I'm making every single one of these mistakes, or maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, how did I not know that? I feel so dumb. No, do not feel bad about that. These are common mistakes that people make. I've certainly made them in the past and you being here and listening to this podcast is so amazing because it means that you're committed to growing your business, getting better at your business, getting better at Etsy and living your dream life. All right, let's dive into the common mistakes that I see Etsy sellers making in their SEO and what to do instead. Mistake number one. Etsy sellers are only putting their keywords in the 13 tags Etsy gives you per listing. So when you create an Etsy listing, you get 13 searchable tags or keywords that you can add to every single listing. And it's very easy for people to assume like, oh, I filled out those 13 tags, so I've got my keywords. And that's the only place that they put them. So what you need to do is make sure that you put your keywords in your title and your tags and in the description as well. So these need to go in at least three places, title, tags, and description. You want to make sure that the first part of your title is your most important keyword or your focus keyword. So whatever one is the one that you're striving for an exact match for, and you're trying to be as close as possible or as high ranked as possible for that particular keyword, that should go at the beginning of your title. It should be in your description and it should be in your tags as well. So if your keywords are only in the 13 tags that Etsy gives you, you're missing an opportunity and you need to make sure that your most important keywords are in your title and then also you're repeating them, working them into the product description too. Mistake number two, Etsy sellers are using different keywords in their title and their tags. So sometimes people think like, oh, I have an opportunity to rank for more than 13 keywords because they'll put 13 in the tags and then put different ones in the title. But that actually isn't the way it works because if you're not repeating those in both sections, then you're trying to rank for some keywords in your tags and different keywords in your title. And it just doesn't provide you with enough strength for relevancy when the Etsy algorithm is trying to decide, hmm, does this product have the right keywords to match this customer's search and the words that the customer is typing in? So that's a mistake. You want to make sure that they're repeated as closely as possible and they are the same. If you want to rank for seashell earrings, make sure that tag is in both your 
13 tags and then also in your title. If you want to rank for mountain sticker, you want to make sure that both of those things are in the tag and the title. It doesn't help you to use different sets in the title and the tags. Mistake number three. I see a lot of shops using one word keywords in their 13 tags. This is the big opportunity for you and a mistake that if you're doing it now that you know you should stop doing it. I see a lot of shops using one word keywords like jewelry, pink, um, handmade, or they'll just describe one material like macrame or sticker. So the problem with a one word keyword is that one, you get 20 characters, so you want to maximize those characters, and you're not going to do that with one word. And two, if you're using a high competition single word, you're never going to rank for that. If you put in jewelry as a tag, you're never going to rank for jewelry because there are more than 3 million results for the word jewelry on Etsy. You want to niche down as much as possible, and you can't niche down with single word keywords. You just can't because you're putting in a search term that's just too broad. So if you have single word keywords in your 13 tags on Etsy, what I want you to do is figure out ways you can niche each of those down. So if you had t-shirt, you need to figure out what is the style or how would this t-shirt be bought for someone? Is it a graduation t-shirt? Is it a bachelorette t-shirt? Is it a boho t-shirt or mom life t-shirt? Find a way to niche it down so that you're no longer using the single word keywords. ConvertKit is our go-to tool for email and newsletter subscriptions and automated emails. Every week, we send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind-the-scenes process, and first access to our upcoming online courses, and we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind-the-scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right? Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like, it's so awesome to use and to reach your customers this way. The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually most people don't. So, if you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you. We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter. 
ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers. I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan. Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this one by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now back to the episode. All right, so let's talk about mistake number four. The common mistake that I see a lot of people using with SEO keywords is when they take an attribute like color and they make it a one word keyword tag like pink or silver. So as I mentioned in the previous mistake, do not use one word keywords. You cannot rank with a single word keyword unless it's just something super niche. And I I personally have never seen that on Etsy. So use a multi-word keyword, but also think about your attributes. Um, You can use these in keywords, but they shouldn't be standalone. You shouldn't make that the single keyword because your customer is not going to go on Etsy and just type purple into the search bar. They're not going to do that because they're going to get 10 million results and then they're not going to be happy because they can't find what they're looking for. So if you're going to use attributes like color or metal or um, a theme like Christmas, like a holiday, if you're going to use any of those attributes in your keywords, they need to be combined with something that describes your product. So Christmas stocking, Christmas hair bow, pink tapestry weaving, pink nursery decor. Make sure you take that attribute and make it specific to the product that you sell. I also want to make one more note about using attributes like holidays specifically and say that like Saying the word gift in a tag is not that helpful for you and you should avoid it unless you've just maximized all your other keywords. 
baby gift, mom gift, Christmas gift, those terms are too hard for you to rank because they have millions and millions of results. So try as you might, you're not going to get onto the first couple of pages of ranking for a Christmas gift or a mom gift. So instead, try to niche it down as closely as possible to, you know, buffalo check Christmas stocking or rustic Christmas card or something like that. So just make sure you're not relying on the word gift because it really isn't a helpful search term. All right, mistake number five, Etsy keywords that aren't what your customer is actually searching for. I mentioned this at the top of the episode, but it's super important. And you're probably thinking, yeah, 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 Taylor, like I know I'm not going to put you know, baby gift, if I sell jewelry for mom, I'm not going to do something irrelevant. And I know that you wouldn't do something like that, but you might be thinking of keywords that you as the artist might use, but you as the customer might not use. So let me give you an example. I think the word colorful isn't helpful to your customer or the word unique. So yeah, your item might be colorful and it might describe your product quite well, but your customer is not going to go on Etsy and search colorful t-shirt. They're going to search rainbow t-shirt or they're going to search pink t-shirt or travel t-shirt. They're going to search something that actually makes sense to them in their head. And I think that colorful isn't a word that would be the first thing that a customer would search because it's just not very specific. And when customers go online to shop, they already have a specific idea in mind, whether that's the actual product they want or the person they're buying it for, they're already going to have something specific in mind. Same thing with the words unique or special, one of a kind. Those words do not help you at all because they just have no relevancy for the customer or for the product. Anything on Etsy is unique. Anything can be one of a kind or special. So don't use those words. Instead, use things like um, that describe the style. As I said, boho, rustic, urban, industrial. Find ways that describe who it's for. Bachelorette party, Mother's Day. Um, baby's first birthday, something like that, that makes it very, very specific, which is going to help you get found by the right customer. And because I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast, and I am so impressed that you are showing up for your handmade business, I have one more bonus SEO mistake that I'm going to share with you that I did not include in the five Etsy SEO mistakes. So here's your bonus. Here's number six. I see a lot of sellers having multiple products or styles or colors in a single listing. So let me give you an example. Um, They have planner stickers and the stickers come in a bunch of different colors, blue, pink, green, yellow, etc. But they're all within a single listing. So the customer sees them and when they want to purchase, they use a drop-down menu to choose the color that they want. So this seems convenient because it's all within one listing. However, it's a huge SEO mistake. And the reason that it's a mistake is because you only have 13 keywords to rank on Etsy. And so how are you going to do that for the blue set of stickers, for the pink set of stickers, for the yellow set of stickers? 
I can't come up with and have the space for everything I need for the pink ones. Pink, minimalist, magenta, blush pink, pink boho planner stickers. And then also in the same 13 keywords have space for gold planner stickers, yellow planner stickers, you know, leopard print planner stickers, blue abstract art, blue modern planner stickers. There's just not going to be enough keywords if you have multiple product styles within the same listing. So I want you to avoid this. And so if you have multiple colors or multiple sizes or multiple styles of a single product in one listing, I want you to break those up into individual listings. Have one for the blue one, one for the pink one, one for the yellow one, and so on. And I know that there's more work on your part, but it's 100% worth it because then you get to rank in the searches for every single one of those instead of halfway ranking for each of them or even one of them or not at all. So definitely if you have multiple variations within a single listing, I want you to break those up because it's an SEO opportunity that you have to rank better. All of these mistakes can be avoided and are 100% fixable in your Etsy shop, your website, SEO, or wherever you are working on your search engine optimization. And taking the time to optimize your keywords and their placement can only benefit you. There are a lot of artists and handmade business owners who don't like working on this like administrative computer side of things, the business side of things. And so that's totally normal, I think. And I might be the only person who gets excited about SEO on the entire earth. Um, But the thing is, you can have the most amazing, coolest products in the whole world and still not have very many sales online because you're not getting found by customers and you just don't have enough traffic. So increasing your traffic on Etsy is the key to making money on the platform. So if you're also asking at this point, I really don't know how to do keyword research. How can I do that, Taylor? Like you're saying to use good keywords, but I don't know how to find them. Or you're just thinking you want someone to show you how step by step to find good keywords and to optimize your shop, I do want to take this opportunity to tell you about our upcoming course. Katie and I are launching our signature online course this summer, and we're going to teach you the exact processes and formulas we use to run our top 1% Etsy shop. I am so proud of everything Katie and I have put into this course. And we're going to teach you everything you need to know about optimizing the behind the scenes side of your shop, including how to write your shop story, your sections, your shipping profiles, and your shop policies. We're also going to teach you all the exact methods we use to find keywords that will get you more traffic. I teach you how to use Google and Pinterest to find your keyword ideas. I talk about a software that I recommend as well. I show you how to validate your keywords on Etsy and how to find out what your competition's best performing keywords are. We also have a whole module which specifically focuses on listing descriptions and how to convince your dream customer to buy your product. And then once you've mastered SEO, you actually need to make the sales, right? You've driven all of this traffic to your shop. So now you need to get them to check out and actually buy your handmade products. So This is why we're going to spend a lot of time on the course on writing product descriptions that convert to sales in the course. And you guys, there's so much more too. What I've said is just the tip of the iceberg in the course. 
Katie is teaching our exact methods for authentic Instagram growth, and we have a wonderful module on improving your product photography because we know many of our listeners struggle with that. And then there's also how to narrow your style, how to brand yourself as an artist without feeling too salesy or weird about it. There's so, so, so much in this course. Katie and I have poured our hearts and souls into our course because we know we can get results for all of you guys because we've done it ourselves. If you are interested in our course, you can go to our website, shopstudiosisters.com slash ourbigsecret to get on our VIP list and be the first to know when the course will actually open for registration. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. I hope that these SEO mistakes are helpful to you to understand and actionable so you know what to do next to improve your shop. As always, you can find tons of free resources, including a free SEO guide on our website at shopstudiosisters.com. And we'll talk soon.